Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Hey, y'all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you so much for listening today. But before we get started, I have a question for you. Would you like to finally pass the CISSP and get started building a lucrative and rewarding career in cybersecurity? I can help you over at CISSPCybertraining.com with the resources and tools you need to pass the CISSP the first time. At CISSPCybertraining.com, there's a vast array of resources available that will give you the guidance, direction, and training you need to pass the CISSP exam. As soon as you get done with this presentation, head on over to CISSPCybertraining.com so that I can begin helping you today to meet your CISSP goals and grow your career in cybersecurity. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the CISSP Cyber Training Podcast where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam the first time. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to pass the CISSP exam and grow your cybersecurity knowledge. All right, let's get started. All right, so some CISSP exam questions. Let's do it. Number 16. Which one of the following disaster types is not usually covered by standard business or homeowners insurance? A. Earthquake. B. Flood. C. Fire. D. Theft. Okay, so which one of the following disaster types is not usually covered by standard business or homeowners insurance? Now, you have to think about this. You're probably asking yourself, why is this part of the CISSP? This is an insurance question. Well, guess what? In the CISSP, you do have insurance questions. Uh, Earthquake is A, B is flood, C is fire, D is theft. 
The answer is B, flood. Most general business insurance or homeowners insurance policies do not provide this level of protection and you get what they typically call a rider that goes with it. If you're in a floodplain, you will have to get that rider. Uh, you just you don't want to go without it, honestly. So it's important that you do consider that. You should consider purchasing supplemental flood insurance under FEMA's National Flood Insurance Program. Now, if you're listening to this from someplace other than the United States, uh, your country may have something very similar. This is based on the United States' uh, FEMA, which is your emergency management agency, something like that. Again, that was CISP question number 16. Practice CISSP exam question number 17. Which of the following represents a natural event that can pose a threat or risk to an organization? A. Earthquake. B. Flood. C. Tornado. If you're not from the United States, uh, a tornado, you may or may not know that, but we have a lot of tornadoes. So tornadoes, right? Those are the big little windy things that drop out of the sky and that destroy pretty much everything. Or D. All of the, all of the above are correct. Okay, which of the following represents natural events that can pose a threat or risk to an organization? Earthquake, A, B, flood, C, tornado, or D, all of the above? The answer is all of the above, right? Each of those could be bad. Now, if you're in some other place that's along the coast, a tsunami could be one of those as well. So, something to consider. Natural events can threaten organizations to include earthquakes, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, wildfires, and other acts of nature to include all of those in a tsunami as well. Thus, all of these options are correct because they're natural and not man-made. Now, when you get into war or something like that, that's a very different practice CISSP exam question number 18. Which of the following statements about business continuity planning and disaster recovery planning are correct? So now we're going to get into BC, BC planning and disaster and DR planning. So that changes your subject just a little bit and you need to think about how would your organization deal with that. Business continuity planning is focused on keeping business functions uninterrupted while a disaster strikes. Okay, Organizations can choose whether to develop a business continuity plan or a disaster recovery plan. C, business continuity planning picks up where disaster recovery planning leaves off. And then disaster recovery planning guides an organization through recovery of normal operations at the primary facility. So there's a lot of words in here. And this is when you're looking to take this test, you got to figure out what are they actually looking for. So they're asking for which of the following statements about BC planning and DR planning is incorrect. Okay, not correct, but incorrect. So because if you read this, you're like, well, these all make sense, right? Business A, business continuity planning is focused on keeping business functions uninterrupted while a disaster strikes. Organizations can choose whether to develop business continuity planning or disaster recovery plans. Business continuity planning picks up where disaster recovery planning leaves off. And then D, disaster recovery planning guides an organization through recovery normal operations at the primary facility. So if you read all those, they all sound pretty good except for one. And the answer is business continuity planning picks up where disaster recovery planning leaves off. That is not the case, right? So they are two separate entities. And what ends up happening is, is you have your, the opposite of this statement basically is the true disaster recovery planning picks up where business continuity planning leaves off. And that is true situation where you have a business that uh, option that you need to run. You need to run your, your organization's, let's say, SAP environment. Well, you have, that is one business piece to help your business operate. However, that is just 
the part to keep it going. If you have a disaster, that could affect your entire business. And so that will pick up where the BC ended. You may have multiple business continuity plans in place based on your business, but you may have just one disaster recovery plan. So the other three statements are there are all accurate reflections of the role of business continuity planning and disaster recovery planning. So again, those are important factors you need to consider, but business continuity planning does not pick up where DR planning leaves off. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes as I would greatly appreciate your feedback. Also, check out my videos that are on YouTube. Just head to my channel, CISSP Cyber Training, and you will find a plethora of content to help you pass the CISSP exam the first time. Lastly, head to CISSPCyberTraining.com and look for the free stuff that is only available to our email subscribers. Thanks again for listening. See you. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list, and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.